Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bench with Carter Eccles, episode 88. I'm your host, Carter E., joined as always from the other side of a uh, convenient table from my producer, Jeff Mulvihill Jr. of InstaImage.com. Jeff, how are you doing today? A little tired, but... I don't know that it was worth staying up for, but <laughs> apparently the England game was worth staying up for, and I couldn't convince my kids to stay up for four more hours, so I'm a little tired. Jeff is referencing the uh, U.S. Women's World Cup game that started roughly around midnight last night. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, I do have a couple things to get through today. Um, I will say today is probably the last uh, lighter episode of the podcast as we jump back into the uh, fall slate of things. I know we've got plans for next week and then you know by august 16th everything's everything's in full gear so we'll get you get you guys in and out here today but uh of course today's episode is sponsored by played against sports your best place to go for new and gently used sporting equipment needs you can find them in the topsy lane shopping center or online at www.playedagainstsports.com uh, Jeff, before we get to the U.S. Women's World Cup, I do have a little bit of local women's soccer news. Uh, Douglas High graduate Bailey Rozier was announced yesterday uh, as joining the uh, Nevada Wolfpack women's soccer team. Oh, fantastic. So Bailey was a four-time uh, all-league selection in high school. Uh, she spent her freshman year. I know last year was... <laughs> I. It used to be so easy to give everybody distinctions on what year they are. Now, eligibility changes a lot. But uh, spent last season with um, Truckee Meadows Community College. She was named a second uh, second team all-conference or all-league uh, selection there um, in the midfield. I remember her being very impressive uh, throughout the midfield in, in high school. Didn't didn't see any of the, the games in, in college, um, but she co-led the team in assists. Uh, with four through her 13 uh, starts. And so is just headed, um, I guess, a little east of Truckee Meadows Community College and will be joining uh, the Wolfpack. So congratulations to to Bailey on making, um, I mean, the jump from JUCO to D1 after one season is pretty impressive. Um, I mean, playing D1 anything is is pretty impressive, but to be able to to jump, make that kind of that kind of transition is is pretty cool to see, and I'm sure we'll have sure we'll have a story on her coming out here uh, pretty pretty shortly. But uh, congrats to to Bailey on on making the the transition there. We were just talking about this at a practice the other day that maybe the new coach will have a different outlook on looking at girls and in, uh, in the local area because uh, currently I believe there's two. Uh, one of the muff girls from Galena. Galena. Mm-hmm. She's I believe going to be a maybe a junior even, uh, and then now a, a player from Douglas. So maybe they'll start looking around. There's some good players. There certainly, I mean, Bailey wasn't the only, she was the only local name, but there, there are other additions to the roster in the last 24 hours. So uh, certainly something to keep in mind. Um, you never know who who else may pop up here. But uh, again, congrats to, to Bailey on, on making that jump. And uh, yeah, be sure to look out for that story in the, Direct career here coming soon. Jeff, as you alluded to, to start things off, uh, somebody had to have a late night last night to, to watch the Women's World Cup. Usually it's me. I actually did not stay up for uh, that that game. But, you know, the criticism has started to fly when it comes to the, the Women's World Cup team. And I have a I have a thought on that. But I will, I will let you go ahead and break down what it is 
people may not have missed, <laughs> may have missed, but also, I mean, a zero zero draw. What what didn't you miss? Either? It, it, you will not have a hard time finding criticism. Uh, just open it up and type U.S. Women's World yeah. Cup and. It's never hard finding criticism, let's be honest. Well, and it's difficult because how many tough teams do they play uh, during a normal qualifying cycle? And that's always been one of the things with CONCACAF on the men's side is you have these itty-bitty countries that they're not really competition, but they're striving to do better and get more money and promote their programs and grow. And that's one of the things that having more peop, more teams in this year, um, just looking at the list, you got Costa Rica, Haiti, uh, Jamaica, us, of course, uh, Canada bombed out in grand fashion. Um, adding those teams and getting more competition is, is good. The world is catching up quick. Yeah. There are some really yeah. good teams. And uh, Portugal, they took it to us last night, and we... Uh, I want to say about nine minutes left in the game. They pinged one off the post, and I mean, immediately, my my both of my daughters are watching the game with me, and we're all like sat straight up in the chairs, like, "Oh goodness, we're gonna lose this game." So, so this was a late night in the Mulvihill household. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, <laughs> I tried to get him to stay up for the uh, England China game, but we all decided that wasn't gonna happen because we were all falling asleep <laughs> as it was. So. But um, I don't know the U.S. Carly Lloyd, uh, like you mentioned, she's a former player, and she started talking about it right kind of before and right as she retired that there's a there's been a change, and what they're not realizing is the successes that the team has had in the past was because they won, and now they're taking all the benefits, you know, the money, the contracts, the I mean you just watch the commercials and you see the kids, yeah. They're they're in Volkswagen commercials. They're in all kinds of different commercials. I don't know if, um, if you've seen the Megan Rapinoe Nike commercial. It's all cartoons, and like that's I realize it's cartoons, so it's not quite as expensive. But there's a lot of time and effort and money that got put into that one. So I'm really kind of curious. And and they always say during these tournaments that you know, the team puts their phones away and ignores social media. And I I certainly hope that they are. Because they got to focus. Sweden is really good. Uh, and Sweden so, is who they will play in the knockout right, first round. Uh, of knockout ass, round. Assuming the game that is played today, calendar day us, it's tomorrow there. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Assuming that they take care of business in that, and they've just been full throttle for the games they've played. You know, if we can score one, can we score two, or maybe let's can score three or four. So it's going to be interesting, and that'll be a that'll be a. I mean, they've been a rival for a long, long time. So it's uh, we got to take care of business. So we're going home. Let me let me pose this to you, and I, I guess I'll I'll push Carly Lloyd to the side. Like Carly Lloyd, notwithstanding, as a former player, but like you see this a lot with uh, U.S. basketball, right? The they just dominate and dominate and dominate. That people stop talking about it when they win. So are we really? I say we very generally as like the media, right? Are people just? Is it is it easy to to poke that criticism because they're not doing as well? Is it? I mean, it it's 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 an insane standard, right? To you either get gold or we're going to complain. 
Do you think that's the case, given that they've been so good that the expectations are just, you know, so high that maybe most people don't realize that the, as you kind of alluded to, the bottom has come up, right? The It's not the U.S. gap and then everybody else. It's it's there's there are teams up there with the U.S. as far as talent level, skill wise. And and as we've said yet, yeah, that the whole the whole World Cup scene has gotten better. Right. There almost seems to me like we're ignoring the fact that other programs around the world watch tape. You know, it, it's a it's a common thing in football. It's very common in soccer, but it almost think you know. And, and I talked about it a couple podcasts ago that if we play the Netherlands in a certain way, and I'm curious if they're just gonna extend us deeper, and, and they did exactly that. And yes, I coach, but I'm not some expert coach at the World Cup. So it's it's you know, if I'm seeing that just watching the television. How do we not know that at the U.S. national level? And it just seems like they don't have, you know, and they, they were talking about last night, there's no plan of what we're trying to do. And there's no adjustment to the other team did this, so we need to do that. It just doesn't seem to be happening. So I, I, I'm having a hard time with, you know, trying to track back and say, okay, how does that player play on their club team? And what are the differences on how the club team plays how does that not translate? Because they're they're all playing. They're they're playing their teammates. They're playing, you know, other people that they play professionally. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very small group of, right. of of people. Right. Even the men's game is a small group of people, but the women's game is tiny, even narrower. Yeah. yeah. So you're really talking about you know, there's 32 teams. So roughly, you're talking about I don't know if that works out in math. 600, 600 women. Yeah. That's not very many. So you kind of have an idea of what, what you're dealing with. I, I just, and, and, and the, the coach, I mean, if they had lost last night, I'm guessing he would have already lost his job. Well, they would have been, would they have been out? They would have been lost out. Like, yeah. Yeah. They had to tie or win last night. Which nothing like going from multiple back to back World Cup trophies to well, getting bounced in the group stage. And I think that's the thing is we've been the champions for eight years. Well, we haven't always won the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So, yes, there's down years. It was diff- a little different before. You know, lose lose a World Cup final and, and a penalty kicks. That's harsh, but that's the game. Yeah. We've yeah. talked about penalty kicks before wow. on here. And I just, it doesn't seem, you know, everybody talks about flipping a switch and we're going to get, you know, they're going to get going. Well, that, you need to do that last night because you have... They've only scored four goals in three games. That's very unusual. Yeah. I mean, last year we scored 13 against uh, Thailand alone. So, and then they got criticized for that. Oh, that you're running the score up. That's not how it works. Well, and that was their, their response to the criticism four years ago was, uh, we got to win and we need goal differential. And here they are now with not much in the way of goal differential. Granted, they're, they've already punched their ticket into the, the knockout round. But... Yeah. Uh, we'll see how well, they, they shape up moving forward. There's nothing like, I mean, maybe as you kind of said, the, sometimes you need a, a switch to flip, and maybe this this was it. Um, but like you well, said, that road doesn't get any easier. The veterans are pissed. Um, they were coming, and I think they were a little harsh commenting, commenting quite the way that they did last night because they got in a circle after the game, and the first person was a veteran, you know, and, and she was talking and. 
and chirping at him. And she was very honest and just, she's, it's, you can read it. And Kelly O'Hara, she, it's posted all over what she, cause she talked to the press after the game. She told him exactly what she said. And so what any team leader would say. So, you know, she doesn't want to go there and not win. And that that's the whole mentality of, you know, they kind of broke it down that there's 14 new that have never played in the world cup before and nine that have. So I don't remember who's, I think it was uh, Julie Vowdy who's, um, you know, a, a competitor, uh, pundit, I guess, for another former for, player, for, for, former player, former World Cup champion. Mm-hmm. Um, but she works for TNT. And her comment was, there's no one in that middle ground of this World Cup is going to make or break my career. There's young and old. The young ones have more World Cups coming. The old ones are done. They've already won theirs. Yeah. So it's 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 a real interesting position to be in, but you know, we're U.S. fans. You win or you don't, <laughs> and and you know we win. It's a very it's a very spoiled existence as very a, much a national team fan in in the U.S. I think for the for the most part, depending on the sport you're watching. Well, um, you're a Bay Area guy. You're a Bay Area fan. Yeah, and I mean, you know, like I said, it's depending on the sport you're watching. If you're watching men's tennis. It's been a while since the U.S. has had yep. anything to cheer about. But on the other hand, there are plenty of sports that are extremely dominant. And again, that kind of is what I what led me to pose the question of, do you think it's just the the critics are so loud because it's so easy to, well, they're not winning for the first time in, what, a decade? Like, it's so yeah. easy to sit up, sit up on your, and granted, some of this is from a former player, so they would have, I guess, more right away in this than than others would but it's so easy to sit there and just well this is what they're doing well yeah they're not winning world cups like of course that's and that's not to say it's impossible they still have advanced from from here on out but it is interesting the biggest struggle i have with with it is in four years the quality of play around the world has jumped it's not take a step forward it's they have jumped and we didn't. So how, how, I mean, that's like just trying to keep up. We have to jump and we didn't and it's showing. And, you know, now it's like, okay, have all these stars and they've got lots of notoriety in the U S and they're recognizable kind of, I mean, it's a big country, but the girls that are coming up, it's like, there's a 17 year old on the field. 16 year old on the field and the 16 year old is playing for the Philippines is American. She lives in the States. So it's like you're looking at peers on that team. And are you motivated to take that jump, you know, do what it takes to, to put that effort out. And it's one of the frustrations I have with Messi and you're seeing it on the women's game too. They'll kick the ball to a teammate and stand there and watch. It's like, this is the world cup. That's not how this game is played. You can't stand and watch. You got to contribute, or you're gonna get beat. Yeah, and that's where we are. Perks of being the the smaller guy growing up in sports, I understood the pass and move thing very well. Yep. Uh, not that that made me much of a better player, but uh, it was where you can't just just stand still. Uh, real quickly before we get out of here, uh, today is the Major League Baseball trade deadline. Uh, uh, we are taping this right around 10 a.m. Uh, local time Tuesday morning um, that ends at 3 p.m. today so about five hours from from that ending 
The Giants made one move so far. This is uh, very not interesting. Um, <laughs> there has been there's been some other moves around baseball. Uh, the Giants traded basically nothing for an outfielder that has struggled for two years. He's uh, AJ Pollock. Don't need to dodge his name, but typically has been career wise has been an above average hitter. But the last two years has not been an above average hitter. In fact, this year he's hitting 173. And, uh, you know, the Giants are banged up, but they should do something else here within the next the next five hours. I don't know when when you may be listening to this, but uh, they should do do something. It may not be the, the sexiest move, but um, there should be should be something something going on there. I imagine there have been a couple couple good moves. The, the Jeff, I'm sure you've heard about this. The Angels, of course, have officially pulled Otani off the block. That's the way to go. Um, you can't trade him. <laughs> I mean, let's 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 talk about. We don't need to. I mean, the whole Babe Ruth Red Sox thing. But that curse was remembered for how long? You can't trade Otani. He's better than Babe Ruth. Like you, you can't do it. You're gonna be. That's there's there is a reasonable argument to be made that if they had traded Otani, Artie Moreno, the Angels owner, that would have been in his eulogy when he dies. That he was the owner that traded. Otani, you don't want that. I don't know. You, you, you're talking about, you know, football has these, the franchise player connotation, and it's like you brought him here. He's put in butts and seats, which is a Bo Jackson thing. And they've never made the playoffs. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you gotta win games to make the playoffs. Uh, that's that's baseball, though. But yes, yeah, uh, yeah so definitely worth worth keeping an eye out there. Um, Baseball trade deadline's weird this year. Now that they've added extra playoff spots, there's more teams in the mix. Therefore, there's less teams that want to actually trade their players. Therefore, simple economics, supply is low, demand is high, price is going up. Uh, and uh, interesting it economics. just it makes it, it makes it very difficult to trade for, make the big splashy trades when it's going to cost you cost you a lot more than it maybe would have in prior years anyways we'll get you guys out of here with with that um be sure to stay tuned to nevadapeel.com and recordcurry.com for all the latest here in uh the uh, couple valleys over here uh thanks again to my producer jeff mulvihill jr of instantimage.com and of course thanks to today's sponsor play again sports your best place to go for new and gently used sporting equipment needs located in the topsy lane shopping center or online at www.playitagainsports.com i am your host carter echo we will catch you guys next week take it easy